Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Monday, July 31st. As Donald Trump's legal challenges pile up, so do his legal fees. We have more information on how much the former president's campaign is spending. Special counsel Jack Smith expanded his classified documents case against Donald Trump last week, making significant new allegations against Trump and his employees. As we told you last week on the podcast, Donald Trump was charged with one additional count of willful retention of national defense information and two additional obstruction counts in that superseding indictment. And a third defendant, Mar-a-Lago property manager Carlos de Oliveira, was also added to the case. Today, de Oliveira made his first appearance in a Miami courtroom. He was indicted by a grand jury on four charges on Thursday, including conspiracy to obstruct justice and making false statements to the FBI. He did not enter a formal plea today. He was released on a $100,000 bond pending trial, and he will be formally arraigned on August 10th in Pierce, Florida. So why the appearance but no formal arraignment today? Well, it's because he didn't have a Florida-based attorney on board yet. His current attorney, John Irving, said that they are in the process of ascertaining legal counsel. Here was Irving today after the court hearing. The Justice Department has unfortunately decided to bring these charges against Mr. Dale. And now, now it's time for them to put their money where their mouth is. De Oliveira is the second Trump employee to be named in this case. You'll remember Walt Nauta, a Trump aide, previously pleaded not guilty to multiple counts, including several obstruction and concealment-related charges. Prosecutors allege that De Oliveira, Nauta, and Trump tried to delete security footage that the Department of Justice wanted as part of its investigation. After investigators subpoenaed the footage, De Oliveira allegedly told the director of IT at Mar-a-Lago that, quote, the boss wanted the server deleted. Prosecutors also accused De Oliveira of lying to FBI agents during a voluntary interview in January about whether or not he helped now to move boxes of classified documents around the Mar-a-Lago complex. De Oliveira has worked at Mar-a-Lago for more than 20 years. However, several people close to Trump as well as people who know De Oliveira personally, told CNN that he isn't part of Trump's inner circle. The classified documents trial is scheduled to start in May of 2024. This comes as Donald Trump's legal troubles are separately brewing in Fulton County, Georgia. That's where Fulton County District Attorney Fonnie Willis is looking into the former president and his allies' alleged attempts to overturn the 2020 election results in that state. The work is accomplished. I mean, we've been working for two and a half years. We're ready to go. That bit of bravado from D.A. Willis comes to us courtesy of CNN affiliate WXIA. She said those words to them over the weekend. And in that same interview, she reaffirmed that she will announce charging decisions by September 1st. So this being the last day of July... We are now opening up that August window where we expect to know the results of what the grand jury in Georgia has decided. 
And that's after a special grand jury met for roughly seven months last year, hearing from 75 witnesses. And that special grand jury recommended multiple indictments in its final report. Willis also praised the Fulton County Sheriff after barricades recently went up around the county courthouse in preparation for what the sheriff's office referred to as, quote, a high-profile legal proceeding. Some people may not be happy with the decisions that I was making, and sometimes when people are unhappy, they act in a way that could create harm. I think that the sheriff is doing something smart and making sure that the courthouse stays safe. I'm not willing to put any of the employees or the constituents that come to the courthouse in harm's way. Trump's legal team lost another bid to get Willis disqualified from overseeing this case. They also wanted the evidence the special grand jury collected tossed and for the case to be thrown out entirely. Trump's lawyers cited concerns about the constitutionality of special grand juries in the state and criticized public comments Fannie Willis had made about the case. Fulton County Superior Court Judge Robert McBurney rejected the attempt after the Georgia Supreme Court dismissed a similar bid to shut down the investigation earlier this month. All signs here point to an investigation that is indeed moving forward despite Trump's legal team's efforts. A third petition to the Fulton County Superior Court is pending, with a hearing scheduled for next Thursday. Judge McBurney suggested his ruling should make that third request moot. So as you might expect, with all this legal action that Trump is engaged in, his legal bills are piling up. CNN is now learning that Trump's leadership pack, Save America, has spent more than $40 million on legal fees in the first six months of this year. $40 million. That's on top of $16 million spent last year going to pay for his legal fees and others involved in these cases. So these legal bills are creating a financial constraint of their own on Trump's political spending. If that much money is going out the door for the legal bills, obviously there is not as much left for the political work. And again, getting at the fact that the political and the legal for Donald Trump this time around are totally intertwined. We've learned that the Save America PAC has requested a refund on a $60 million contribution it made to a super PAC that is supporting Trump because they need to replenish their coffers. And I just want to remind you, this PAC money that is being used to pay his bills and some others involved, this is from small grassroots donations. Remember when Donald Trump was raising money hand over fist in the aftermath of the 2020 election, blasting out email fundraising appeals that were completely filled with lies that the election was rigged or stolen, which we know that it wasn't? It's that money that he's using to pay his lawyers and defend himself, perhaps even in one case that deals directly with the aftermath of the 2020 election. That's the Jack Smith special counsel investigation where we are still expecting to see an indictment of the former president. And while his legal bills may be causing him some headaches, his poll numbers certainly aren't. Donald Trump, amid all this legal swirl and controversy, is still clearly the dominant frontrunner in the race for the Republican presidential nomination. A brand new poll from New York Times and Siena College out today shows Trump with 54% support among likely Republican primary voters. This is a national poll. Governor Ron DeSantis is in second place, and he's 37 percentage points back at 17%. All other candidates tested in the poll are at 3% or less. 
at a big Republican Party fundraising dinner in Iowa on Friday night. Donald Trump once again telling the party faithful this is all about his political opponents coming after him, wanting to prevent him from getting another term in the Oval Office. If I weren't running, I would have nobody coming after me. Or if I was losing by a lot, I would have nobody coming after me. Some of his competitors over the weekend were asked about the superseding indictment, the ongoing legal challenges for Trump, many of which point to this as a potential distraction to the campaign, but still not wanting to sort of take Donald Trump on directly for his alleged wrongdoing. Listen to Ron DeSantis to ABC News. If the election becomes a referendum on what document was left by the toilet at Mar-a-Lago, we are not going to win. We got to focus on what the people are looking for in terms of their futures. It's pretty clear in this latest poll and in the totality of polling, two things can be true at once. Donald Trump is the dominant frontrunner with a firm grip on this race for the Republican nomination. And yet he still is a flawed, vulnerable candidate because roughly half of Republican primary voters are interested in finding a candidate not named Trump. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like the show, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.